Three Dog Thursday on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network of Shows is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and Arizona. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today and receive a $1,000 risk-free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now. Visit winbet.com, W-Y-N-N-Bet.com, and start winning today. We're also brought to you in part by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports. Check out the new PropSwap.com and use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. We're also brought to you in part by Prediction Strike. Prediction Strike is the only performance-based stock market-style game where you buy and sell shares of professional athletes. Use the promo code SGP to receive a free athlete share with your first deposit of $20 or more. And, of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. Find it in the Apple Store or the Google Play Store, the SGPN app. Football fans, it's time to go on the record for this week's matches in pro and college football with just one catch. We're only interested in underdogs. Who can keep it close, if not pull the outright upset? Time to find out. It's Three Dog Thursday. Now here's your host, T.J. Reeves. Yes, indeed. Welcome in as the month of October continues on Three Dog Thursday. And we were back last week with four more underdogs, including, what is this I see? The host getting outright wins with Purdue and also the Las Vegas Raiders. I tried to tell you about both. I don't get them all right, but I loved both of those spots. Not Purdue necessarily to win, but to at least keep it close. They win the game with Iowa. And then the Las Vegas Raiders, perfect scenario. Get out of Vegas, circle the wagons after all the Gruden mess, and they go beat Denver at Denver. Uh, Plus, Sean Green had the Philadelphia Eagles. Bill Rowland from the Yards and Stripes podcast came on here and said, Air Force, Air Force, Air Force at Boise State, and he was right for the outright win. My point is we were handing out some great underdogs. So anyway, glad that you're with us. However you found us, social media link, Sports Gambling Podcast Network of Shows, sportsgamblingpodcast.com, whatever the case is. Thank you for finding us. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. We are not going to delay. We are not going to tarry. It has been far too long since on this show I have been able to welcome back the guy that was my sidekick, my wingman, my my Louise to my Thelma or my Thelma to my Louise. I'm not sure which. Kevin Rogers of Vegas Insider is back aboard on Three Dog Thursday uh, with me here. I have him for a short amount of time because the man's got the Daily Insider working every day on Vegas Insider, the video and audio show, uh, the Bet and Collect podcast and everything else he's doing. He's like, man, I got time for underdogs, but we got to do like the McDonald's drive through version of the underdogs and we got to go quickly. So first of all, good to have you, my friend. Good to be reunited, reunited, and it feels so good. I will not sing it. How are things, and are we ready for another week? I'm good. I'm good. So are you peaches and I'm herb? I don't. I hope not. Uh, I I hope not. If that is the case, if uh, you know, yeah, that's. I'm good. I'm, I'm doing good. 80s you know, references. Uh, you're good. The Bucks are winning. You know they have yes. Tom Brady, so uh, you're fine. 
and you have the Lightning. But the Panthers did beat the Lightning. So they did uh, at the time one up taken. already during the regular season. Yes, the Panthers uh, won the regular season game. We won't mention the fact that the Panthers have not won a playoff series since Bill Clinton was the president, and the Lightning have three Stanley Cups since then. We'll just gloss that right over while we talk a little hockey in South Florida. Let's get to some football, some interesting things, and some underdogs uh, for this week. I want you to predict an underdog for me first, and then promise me that we weigh in on the whole LSU-Ed Orgeron mess because it's going to tie into me looking strongly at the Bayou Bengals. But if I say, look at the college schedule and give me a college underdog right away that you love Kevin Rogers, where is it and why? Well, I do like Georgia Tech this week. They're playing at Virginia, and Virginia's offense has been on fire recently. They just shut out Duke. I don't know if that says much, but they dropped 48 on Duke. They have over 500 yards in every game but one, and the one they didn't get 500 yards, they had 449 in the win at Miami. Uh, the last second victory that Miami uh, doinked uh, the game-winning field goal. But Georgia Tech has actually been pretty competitive. You know, they had one real dud against Pittsburgh, who was a pretty good team, but they destroyed North Carolina. They hung with Clemson. I know Clemson's not the team they used to be, but I think that this Georgia Tech team, they have some confidence. They came back to beat Duke before the bye week, and Georgia Tech, they could run the ball. The quarterback doesn't make a lot of mistakes. I, I think that Georgia Tech here – can slow down Virginia and hang with them on the road. So uh, for Georgia Tech, I got burned by them earlier this year against Pitt. I kind of got seduced by Jeff Sims and how good he he looked against uh, North Carolina in that matchup. But Pitt is really good. We don't know how good they are. And again, for the Virginia team, as you mentioned, they get the Miami win. They follow it up with the Duke win. Very interesting game there in the ACC. I know you're going to have another college underdog in a moment. Call me crazy with all this controversy around Ed Orgeron. Uh, that I think uh, LSU won the game last week with Florida as a 13-point home underdog. They rallied around together and won. Uh, Lane Kiffin and Ole Miss, this is the CBS game. We already know that Orgeron has been forced out. Uh, Again, I'm no great fan of him as an X and O coach, but I think they'll be motivated here in this spot. Do you want to talk me out of Bayou Bengals in the SEC against Ole Miss here getting some points for Three Dog Thursday purposes, Kevin Rogers? Well, I do want to mention this, though, TJ. I found this interesting. I want to go back a few weeks ago. I'm going to tie this all together. That I can't remember the last time that somebody beat an opponent as a double-digit underdog in back-to-back years. Not cover, but one outright. And that was Florida State against North Carolina. They did it last year in Tallahassee. They did a few weeks ago in Chapel Hill. LSU went to Gainesville last year, beat Florida by four, uh, four touchdown underdog. Then they beat Florida last week as a two-touchdown underdog at home. So I found that kind of interesting that you had two teams in the last few weeks that pulled that off, winning against their opponent as double-digit dogs in back-to-back years. Now, as far as the stuff with Ed Orgeron, I mean, there's got to be obviously more to this. You know, the guy who was national championship two years ago. He's not wanted there anymore. There's a lot more to this story. The thing that, that's tough about this game is Matt Corral, the Heisman uh, candidate at Ole Miss, whether or not he's going to play, how healthy he is, and Mississippi off that win at Tennessee last week. I don't know if I could take LSU just because of the Florida win and all the Orgeron stuff. I'm backing up. I don't say I love Ole Miss, but I'm not keen on LSU in this spot. Understood. LSU has won the last five meetings outright, all of that with Orgeron as the coach. 
Lane Kiffin, obviously back in for Ole Miss with a couple of big wins. But I saw Ole Miss in person against Alabama, and they were not even competitive in that game. Yes, they've won a high-scoring game with Arkansas since then. Tennessee had their chances to beat them last week. I just... I like LSU. I like the spot, just like I liked the spot for Purdue and for Las Vegas. You taught me about this for so many years on Three Dog Thursday. You're only looking at the spot, and maybe it is for LSU for me for Three Dog Thursday. We continue with Kevin Rogers, Vegas Insider. I love his insight. He's at VI Rogers on social media. The Daily Insider is the video show that you see on Vegas Insider for great handicapping advice across all sports, not just college and NFL football. Uh, doggy number two, please, where and why? I'm going to go to Conference USA. And Texas San Antonio has been a really good story the last few years. They, they've turned their program, not around. I mean, they, they were in infancy a few years ago, and they've made themselves relevant. And they're 7-0 right now, 6-1 and against the spread. They are on the, you know, hanging around the top 25, but, uh, you know, they, they played very well. They go to Louisiana Tech coming up this Saturday. Louisiana Tech at two and four with your, with your guy Skip Holtz there as the uh, head coach. Texas San Antonio just blew out Rice last week. Now, Rice isn't very good, but the Roadrunners, TJ, in all three of their road wins, all wins as an underdog at Illinois against your Memphis Tigers and at Western Kentucky in a high-scoring game. Now they're a road favorite for the first time this season. So the roles have flipped a little bit for the road runners. And for Louisiana Tech, off back-to-back losses, they hung with NC State and then a clunker against UTEP laying six and a half on the road. Now they're a home dog here. I think Louisiana Tech maybe can catch Texas San Antonio. This is not a great spot for the road runners as far as being a road favorite. And for Louisiana Tech, they have a two-point loss to SMU a little earlier this season. I think that they can hang in this one as a dog. They've already covered three times. So I think Louisiana Tech gets the money here against UTSA, who was formerly coached by Larry Coker. Larry Coker, the former Miami coach. And keep in mind that this week the word is out that Texas San Antonio UTSA is one of a bevy of teams from Conference USA that's going to move up to the American Conference So that's out there. Extra motivation for Louisiana Tech. That's not one of the schools that's invited to the American Conference dance party. Kevin always loves him some American Conference football and basketball with the underdogs. Few moments left. Kevin Rogers here hanging with me. If I say to you, NFL underdog here midweek that stands out, do you have one you like? Do you have one you're in love with? What do you think? I mean, there's a difference between like and love, TJ. Uh, I say I like. Uh, Who are you, know, you flirting with, please? Yeah, this is kind of like an affair. It's not really marriage. <laughs> but the um, the favors did very well last week in the NFL. We saw that. And I know the Sunday and Monday night, the, the underdogs came through. The Detroit Lions have been a complete train oh. wreck. We know that. Are you going there? Campbell. Are you going there? Listen, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Number one, they blew the Baltimore game. They blew the Minnesota game. They should have right. two wins under their belts. Now you got the Jared Goff revenge game going out to L.A. and Stafford sees the Lions for the first time. L.A., they've been great. They're 5-1. and one. They beat your Bucks. Like, like they've, been, they've been excellent this year. There's no disputing that. But what do I say? I'm not saying that the Lions are a Super Bowl team and the Rams are terrible. I'm saying for this one game, this situation, what do I like? Detroit's getting 15 points on the road. My God. I mean, that, that's unbelievable. And, you know, last week they're playing the Bengals, who are very improved. Detroit's getting three and a half. 
and they got smoked 34. I, I had them and I was horrified because I had a Sunday off that they were just non-competitive and that worries me. That that worries me that they've checked out on Campbell, the coach. You're obviously not worried. Hold on, because you know why? Getting 10 against Minnesota, almost one. Getting seven and a half against Baltimore, almost one. Getting nine and a half against San Francisco. I know they made a massive comeback in the second half. Green Bay, they were getting 11 and a half on that Monday night, tied at the half. Packers opened up in the second half. The two games that they were lay or they were getting three and a half or less, lost by 23 to Cincinnati, lost by 10 to Chicago. Now you're getting the most points you're getting all year with Detroit. And on the flip side with the Rams, don't forget this. I know Stafford wasn't there last year. Were they laying 17 to the Jets and lost outright? Yep. Just saying, like, this is now, oh, they're very good. We think a lot about ourselves. They're coming off two road wins. Last home game, they were blown out by Arizona. I know Arizona and Detroit are on the same class. They were a short dog in the Bucks. I just think that this is too many points to lay. I think the Lions hang in this one with the Rams. Very interesting on that one. And again, I'm curious, have they checked out on Dan Campbell? Has Jared Goff, after Campbell called him out in the postgame press conference, has he checked out? Again, he wants revenge against his old team that traded him away. Never mind the fact that Jared Goff won a playoff game last year and had the Rams in the Super Bowl a couple of years ago. They traded him away to Siberia, essentially, with the Lions. We'll see what happens there. Real quick, an opinion on an NFL underdog. I'm looking strongly at the Titans off that Monday night win. I know it's a short week, but they're at home with Kansas City. Uh, the Titans have now covered three times uh, and won the game outright as an underdog, including on Monday night. I'm getting points at home. Kansas City has, uh, has three losses to teams with winning records. The three teams with winning records, they've lost the game to all. Am I crazy to look at the Titans as the home doggy here when they've done well? as the dog and Kansas city has not done well as the favorite against good teams. You're right on all those points. And I look back at Monday. Now I had Buffalo and the bills had a lot of opportunities to close out the Titans that game. They couldn't do it. And Tennessee off this big win on Monday night. Now you get another heavyweight in Kansas city. And I wonder if the chiefs, maybe if they're turning the corner after the Washington win, we know how Kansas city can score at will. Now it's just about can they make stops? And Tennessee's defense, not great. Josh Allen shredded them. And I know that, you know, Allen at the end didn't get that half a foot or whatever it was, um, you know, to, to get the first down. I still think the Chiefs are a very good team in spite of the fact that, I mean, I'm breaking news here. Kansas City's still a good team. But <laughs> in spite of the ATS struggles they've had over the last year plus, that Look at their look at two of their wins so far, TJ, on the road at Philly, at Washington. Those are blowouts. Now they're going back on the road again, so they're not afraid. They're almost but like are either one of those on teams any good? Philly, Washington, are they any good? That's the that's the point. When they've played good teams, Kansas City, whether it be the Chargers uh, or a couple of the other ones that they've that they've struggled Buffalo. in, Buffalo, yeah, against good teams, it's a different story. Uh, but the Baltimore game, shoot, look at the Baltimore game. They blew that game late. I mean, all they played better on the road than they have at home. That's more of my point. And they fell behind to Cleveland. They fell behind to the Chargers. They fell behind to Buffalo. We're on the road. They pretty much – I'm not trashing Tennessee. It's more about I think the Chiefs, for whatever reason, have just been better on the road than at home. All right. 
Well, we'll see what happens there with the Titans. I know you've got to go plug away for everything you've got going at Vegas Insider because I always love your insight and advice, including right here on Three Dog Thursday. Tell them more about how they see you, hear you, find you. All right, Daily Insider. You can find that on our YouTube channel, noon Eastern, Monday through Friday. And you can also find the Bet and Collect podcast Mondays and Fridays. New episodes are out. You can find that on Spotify, on uh, Apple Play, Google Play, iHeartRadio, all those places. And uh, also we have our Best Bet videos you can find on YouTube. Uh, Thursday night football, Sunday night football, Monday night football, some NBA mixed in as well. So, uh, yeah, a lot of places. Just Google me or go to Vegas Insider. See my face everywhere. You will see him all over the place at VI Rogers as well on social media. And again, it's everything, not just football. The NBA has started up major league baseball playoffs. They cover all of it with the daily insider, the bet and collect podcast. I always love this. If you'll let me bother you again later in the year, I look forward to doing so good luck with the underdogs. Thank you, Kevin Rogers. Keep knocking them dead. All right, TJ. Thank you. There is Kevin Rogers. We continue on three dog Thursday. Let's talk a little Chicago coming up. The bears coming to the Buccaneers. Let's do it. Yes, indeed, we do continue along, and it has been far too long since I have gotten the chance to talk to this man. He is the host of a fantastic storytelling podcast. I love George Offman's Tell Me a Story I Don't Know, which not only focuses on Chicago area media members, but he branches out nationally as well. And he's got as much insight on anybody in Chicago sports because he's been around. I don't want to make him out to be ancient, but he's been around. Uh, you got to understand, he's been around like four or five decades and has seen a bunch. And George Offman is back on Three Dog Thursday, already bemoaning the Bears before I ever push the record button because it's such a hefty line against the Bucks. But good to have you nonetheless, my friend. Same here, TJ. And yeah, we're, we're getting on now 48 years. But uh, I, saw, I saw the line. I saw the... The, the Bucks yeah. are favored by 12. They're going to win by 20. Ooh, and there's so, many, there's so many reasons for it, not the least of which the Bears aren't a very good team. And part of the reason that they're not a very good team is when you make the big mistake of taking the wrong quarterback in a draft, it takes a long time to get over that. Even if you selected Justin Fields, who's a rookie, the book is out, He's like any other rookie. He's making a lot of mistakes. They have the Bears, the oldest team in the NFL. They have the toughest schedule in the NFL. They fluked a win against Vegas because they quit on the coach. They have a schedule in which they're going to lose the next five games. And on top of that, Tom Brady, like Aaron Rodgers, owns the Bears, with the exception of last year when the Bears fluked a win at Soldier Field. I mean, he's killed them. And... He's going to be looking for revenge. Do you need anything else? Wow. I mean, you have laid it out correctly for anybody that might be concerning. We're showing the audience here on the screen that's seeing us that that line uh, opened up at uh, at around 13 or 14 in some places, and it is now 12 on the, on the win bet line. It's actually 13, but George Offman is saying, stay away, be afraid, be very afraid for those reasons. Okay, so we'll circle back. Uh, to the Bears uh, in, in a couple of moments here and that specifically. There is so much going on, though, in Chicago with the White Sox having recently been eliminated after a great regular season for them, eliminated in the baseball playoffs. The NBA getting underway this week with the Bulls back at it with some optimism for Billy Donovan's team. The Blackhawks, are they going to be better? They're underway in the NHL. It is never dull in Chicago. And here we go with the start of the NBA and the NHL as well. 
Please understand, too, there was a celebration here yesterday because the Chicago Sky won the WNBA title and, and Grant Park was pretty filled. So that was that was very nice for them. Um, quickly on the White Sox, they were exposed by the Astros. They have holes to fill, not the least of which is starting pitching from the left side because they're not going to resign Carlos Rodon. Dallas Keuchel is done, so you've got to help you there. Second, I mean, Craig Kimbrell. When they made that deal, I kept saying to myself, why would you go out and get a second closer when the closer you got is a Hall of Fame closer and you're not letting him close games? You saw what happened. He fell apart. They're going to pick up his option, and I will bet you any money they will trade him. So they got holes to fill. Um, the Blackhawks, what a monumental mess that is. They've lost their first four games. They were steamrolled in their first three. A lot of people are asking for the head of Jeremy Colleton, the head coach, and Stan Bowman, the general manager. And one of these days, if they keep this up, there are going to be changes. How did that go so bad so fast when they won three Stanley Cups, not just one, three of them in the 2010s? How did this unravel so quickly? Oh, it started to unravel after the 2017 season when they were ousted in four games by Nashville. That's when things started to slide. It's mismanagement with players and money. And because of that, because they had Patrick Kane, Jonathan Taves, Duncan Keith, and Brent Seabrook with a terrible contract, it forced them to make trades of some really good players. And on top of that, Stan Bowman has traded away six first-round picks. That tells you a lot. This is a franchise, by the way, that is the arrow is pointed straight down. The Bulls, different. They made an enormous amount of off-season moves. But in essence, they got good enough not to be good enough. In other words, they should be a playoff <laughs> team, but they don't have a team that could contend for an NBA title. Vucevic is in his 30s. DeRozan is in his 30s. So you've got to be able to bring that franchise back, be able to make some deft moves in the next offseason to get younger and better. But they will be a much more exciting team. Uh, they open the season uh, on Wednesday night at Detroit. So that's good stuff. The Cubs, another team, the arrow is still pointing a little down <laughs> because they made a lot of bad moves. And then, of course, remember, they traded three quarters of their team. Yep. So there's always something going on here in this city. There's no doubt. There's a lot of arrows pointing down, but this guy's arrow is pointing up. He's George Offman. Tell me a story I don't know is the podcast. Uh, George, a sports uh, reporting legend on the radio in the Chicago market. Love his insight here on uh, Three Dog Thursday. Hey, a, a plug for the audience. You have a blast talking with different broadcasters, and there's a method to the madness because you do it in and around seasons, etc. So for right now, for example, Adam Amin is one of the prominent voices now in Chicago. He's the voice of the Bulls. And you've got the most recent episodes of your podcast talking in two parts to Adam Amin, a former ESPN broadcaster, now with the Bulls, now with Fox Sports. Very fascinating story. Plug, plug away about that. Adam Amin is a really interesting guy because of all the people that I have listed to interview, and you're not going to interview all of them. I think it was like 100. He's the only person I never met. And so last July, I said, can we meet? And we did. And we met for dinner, which was great. And it helped the interview. Um, and he is, you know, look, the guy was hired by ESPN at age 23. His prominence is such, you know, his, his arrow is way up. He's a very talented guy. 
Uh, next week, we're going to feature Doc Emmerich. You know, if there yes. is a Mount Rushmore for broadcasters, he's on it. And even though he's been retired now for over a year, he has some incredibly fascinating stuff. First of all, he's just a wonderful human being. So what we do is we mix national broadcasters, people like Mike Greenberg, Mike Wilbon, Bob Costas, Marv Albert with locals. And they're all talking about their experiences, both in Chicago and nationally. And yes, I get an enormous kick out of it. It's, it's a great deal of fun. And there's a fellow named TJ Reeves who's part of that. Thank you. I do, I do help out. I do advise here and there. George does all of the heavy lifting. Uh, and again, very diverse, whether it's Kevin Harlan that you hear from, Laura Oakman from the Fox yes. uh, uh, NFL sidelines recently, Jeff Joniak, the voice of the Chicago Bears recently. Go check out George's catalog and hear great story after great story. That's the whole premise that doesn't necessarily have to do with a season, a game, a situation out of their own lives, out of their own broadcasting careers. Tell me a story I don't know. All right. Let's circle back to Justin Fields one more time as we talk with George Offman here in Chicago. The, the Bears, I, I go back with you all the way to like Vince Evans and Bob Avellini when it was bad. you got to give me five bonus points that I can go back that far. You come forward, Jim McMahon had some success. A couple of others had some limited success. But it has been a myriad of bad quarterback after bad quarterback. Is there hope for Justin Fields? That's what Bear fan wants to know. There is, if there's likely a change of management. And it's because you brought in a quarterback. And again, he is a kid. He's a rookie. He's learning. They have an offensive line that is very good at run blocking. They're awful at pass blocking. They've got him in the shotgun too much. They really have to have him under center more. But he's, this, is a, this is a work in in progress along with a number of young quarterbacks and we've seen how some young quarterbacks have succeeded and I can't tell you if he will or not but he certainly has a high ceiling uh, the only other quarterback they had that they messed up and I will say that they messed him up was Jay Cutler Jay Cutler was they, they spent two draft choices what was it 11 years ago right and he came here he, they didn't have an offensive line one year he got sacked 52 times nine times against the New York Giants their number one wide receiver one year was Devin Hester. Oh, my goodness. So they never gave him, and he had seven offensive coordinators in nine years. If they would have done right by him, it would have been better. So now you have the same thing with the Bears. And you won some with Cutler. You got to the NFC Championship game. You won some injured. with him. Right, right, right. He got injured. Who knows? The, the, and, and they made a Super Bowl with, of all people, Rex Grossman because they had a That's great right. defense. So what do they do? They go out and they get, you know, uh, a tremendous player from the Raiders for defense. They build up their defense. But in the meantime, their quarterback is Mitch Trubisky. So they're going forward and they're going backwards. Now they're going sideways. To be honest with you, I can't see this team winning seven games. Here's the, I'm going to look at their schedule coming up. So they're going to lose to the Buccaneers. <laughs> Then they're going to lose to the 49ers, the Steelers, and the Ravens. That'll Ooh. be five straight losses. To be honest with you, I can't see this team winning more than seven games. But what's most important is his progress, Fields' progress. They finally got the picture that even though Andy Dalton got injured and probably would have been reasonable as quarterback, they just said, okay, we're going to go with him. 
Now, here's another negative coming up on Sunday. Uh, Robert Quinn, who, you know, stealing money for the first year, five and a half sacks, the Bears lead the NFL in sacks. Well, he, he has a positive COVID. Nobody knows if he's going to play. Right. Oh, man. Which, mid, which midweek, he has to test negative uh, two Correct. different times over 24 hours. That right. could happen depending on when you're hearing us because we released the podcast, obviously, on Thursday. Maybe he does test negative before Sunday, and he can be part of it. Maybe not. Khalil Mack is the name you referenced, and one of the hopes yes. the Bears have is to disrupt Tom Brady with the pass rush, which they did in the Thursday night win a year ago. Bizarre game right. at Soldier Field. No fans. Mack was very disruptive. The Bucks had holding penalties. He had sacks. Let's see if he can be a disruptive force or not for Sunday, but you're just advising everybody. Don't, don't just jump at the 12 or 13 points with the bears. For example, the only two times the bucks have been favored at home by nine or more. They, they were favored by 13 against Atlanta covered it. They were favored by nine against the dolphins two weeks ago, covered it. Be careful of the big line and the, and the bears again, got the win over the Las Vegas Raiders, but you're chalking that more up to the Gruden stuff and them coming unglued when the bears went out there and won George, right? Right. Their defense was good. And yes, their defense has been pretty good. They, they've been putting a lot of pressure in sacking quarterbacks. Once again, they're averaging 16 points a game, third lowest in the NFL. I can't see them scoring more than 16 points. I can see the Buccaneers scoring more than 30 points. That's the thing. They don't score points. First drive uh, in last week's game against the Packers. Nice drive they scored. People forget they got 30 yards on a pass interference. They got them to the one-yard line. Well, then they did absolutely nothing. Then they score late, making it close. Packers win the game. They can't score with a guy, a coach, Matt Nagy, who apparently isn't calling plays, but you wonder sometimes. This was a guy who was an offensive genius. I don't think so. <laughs> Doesn't appear to be. Uh, I don't think so. And again, uh, Aaron Rodgers now 22 and five all time, Adam, including Adam, the postseason Adam, against the Bears. Adam Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers. Oh, my goodness. It's, it's like been, 139 and 12 or something like that. It's not good. It's, it's back, not, it's back not. in the 80s, back in the 80s, the Bears, in the 80s and 90s, the Bears ruled the Packers. Early 90s. Since then, Green Bay for 30 years. <laughs> 30 years. It's a long time. This guy's been around a long time. One more plug here. I'm showing the audience on the screen again. Tell me a story I don't know. George Offman can be found here on Twitter. Spell it O-F-M-A-N, George Offman. But tell me a story I don't know is the name of the podcast. And you see it right here, wherever you find podcasts. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Adam Amin is the guest this week. Doc Emmerich next week, correct? Uh, George coming up in the chronology. Love Doc Emmerich for the legendary hockey calls. Look forward to hearing the stories from him. Uh, but again, in the archive, hear from Mike Wilbon, hear from Bob Costas, hear uh, from Marv Albert, uh, hear from Kevin Harlan, Jeff Joniak, the voice of the Bears and his ascension. He's been doing the Bears for a lot of those losses against the Packers uh, with Joniak, but he's done a Super Bowl too uh, with the yes. Bears. They can hear it all on Tell Me a Story I Don't Know, right? Yes, and coming up in November, Andrew Siciliano, who, of course, is the host of the direct, uh, the sensational DirecTV's Red Zone, uh, who began his career in Chicago. 
So, and he was a very interesting interview. So that'll be coming up in November. Thank you, and, TJ. Appreciate and, that. And Laura Oakman does phenomenal things, not just on the sidelines for Fox's NFL coverage, but with ladies in broadcasting and her galvanized program. You'll want yes. to hear that story, her story, her rise to the success she's had. Go in the archive. Tell me a story I don't know. The story, George says the story he knows is stay away from the Bears against the Bucks. That's the advice you're giving on Three Dog Thursday to the audience. Stay off the Bears and the large number one more time, right? Stay away. I'm not a better. I know the odds makers are pretty good. Honestly, I I just, I can't see where they score points, but I can see where Tom Brady picks them apart. All right. And he's had a lot of success against Chicago. We'll see if that is the case. Sure has. My friend, I always love the chats. Let's do it again. Keep knocking them dead with Tell Me a Story I Don't Know, wherever podcasts are available. George Offman in Chicago, thank you. Thank you, TJ. And we will continue some no-huddle underdog picks still to come. But first, we're brought to you by our friends at WinBet. Are you ready to win money and boost your odds? WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. And we're bringing you the excitement of Win Las Vegas to the online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards right at your fingertips. Go to your favorite teams, players, sports from the NFL, the NBA, Major League Baseball, the NHL, golf, MMA, WNBA, college football, and more. And WinBet has some brand new bonuses. New users can bet a dollar and win 100 bucks off any sport. Plus, you can get up to $1,500 on a free bet with WinBet if you make a first deposit of $20 or more. Whatever your first wager is, WinBet will match it 200%. If you bet $100, you'll get a $200 bet. Your maximum wager bet is $750 for a $1,500 match. You've got great promos, odds, and payouts happening right now at WinBet. From boosted parlays to in-game odds in every major sport, you have what you need to win. If you're ready to play, sign up today. Get the special offer, risk-free, $1,000 sports bet. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com. For WinBet, we are also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. The MLB playoffs are in full swing, and PropSwap is your home for the best World Series futures. And all season long, PropSwappers have been finding the best odds in the country because you're buying directly from other bettors like yourself. Use the promo code SGP, and your first deposit for PropSwap will double up to 5 hundred dollars double the cash means double the odds if you love sports betting you need to be using prop swap every ticket purchased can be resold at any time through prop swap so your bet doesn't need to win in order to make money it just needs to improve thousands of bettors across the country are shopping for tickets on prop swap every day get started by going to PropSwap.com or download the prop swap app prop swap it's where america buys and sells sports bets And we're brought to you in part by Prediction Strike. Do you wish that you could have stock in a guy like Patrick Mahomes or Christian McCaffrey? Well, now Prediction Strike makes that a real possibility. Prediction Strike is the only performance-based stock market where you can buy and sell shares of professional athletes as if they were stocks. It's like Robin Hood and DraftKings had a baby. Prediction Strike lets fans create 
portfolios of their favorite athletes so that they can make more money and get even closer to the game. Don't just bet on your favorite players. Start investing in them. Download the Prediction Strike app right now in the Apple Store or the Google Play Store or sign up at PredictionStrike.com and create an account. Use the code SGP, then deposit funds and buy, sell, and hold all of your futures on your favorite players. Use that promo code SGP. Get a free athlete share with your first deposit of up to $20 or more. Again, take advantage through the promo code SGP with Prediction Strike. We're also brought to you in part by Keeps, as Keeps offers a simple, stress-free way to keep your hair, guys. If you're Follick They Challenge like I am, listen up. A convenient virtual doctor consults with you, gets you medication, and they deliver it straight to your door every three months. You don't even have to leave your home. It's a low cost with treatment starting as low as $10 a month and Keeps offers generic versions of their products. Discreet packaging, proven results. Keeps has more and more five-star reviews every day, every week than any of its competitors. The prevention of hair loss is the key. Treatment can take four to six months to see results, so you need to act right now. And if you're ready to act to prevent hair loss, go to K-E-E-P-S dot com slash SGP. Get your first month of treatment for free with our offer. That's keeps at K-E-E-P-S dot com slash SGP. Get your first month free with keeps K-E-E-P-S dot com slash SGP. And a reminder, the SGPN app is right there live now in the App Store and the Google Play Store. This app gives you easy access to all of our picks, all of our podcasts, everything in the content from the SGPN family of shows and everything that's going on on the app. Don't forget, give us an app review. Download the SGPN app today in the App Store and the Google Play Store. Look for us. It's the SGPN app. Dogs are barking. Who will get it done this week? Three Dog Thursday now continues. Here again is TJ Reeves. Indeed, we are back in once more. We got no huddle underdogs about to crank up in a couple of moments. A reminder again, however you found the podcast, sportsgamblingpodcast.com, social media link. Make sure to subscribe. We're here each and every Thursday. We try to stay relevant as well for the weekend and for the games on Saturday and Sunday college and the NFL, and let's hop to it, whether it's the pros or whether it's college football. Strike up the band. We are ready for the no-huddle underdogs, and up first, T.C. Martin is back here from the T.C. Martin Show five days a week in Las Vegas. Love his insight. The man has a permanent invitation after he hit not one, not two, but five consecutive NFL underdogs the first five weeks of the season. It was almost coulda, shoulda, woulda. It was almost number six, but those dastardly Dallas Cowboys overtime touchdown cost him the New England Patriots last week. Nonetheless, he is back. He is ready to go with another underdog pick on the no-huddle underdogs. How are you, my friend, out in the desert? Excellent, my friend. As you know, busy, busy times and uh, loving every moment of it and uh, ready to rock and roll with you. Appreciate it. He has, since we last have talked, been in Houston where the Astros 
Uh, and the uh, Boston Red Sox have been playing the American League Championship Series, got to encounter a couple of games there. That's why you're the unelected mayor. You're just, you travel, you jet set, you do whatever you have to do. And at the time we're releasing the podcast, the Astros look good to make the World Series. We'll see what happens for your guy, Dusty Baker. So a nice job by them. I don't want to tarry. I don't want to delay. The doctor is on the launching pad. Where do you want to go for an underdog? This could be college or the NFL. I'm not pigeonholing you to the NFL, but you've been doing so well with the NFL. Where do you want to go? We will stick with the NFL, TJ Reeves, and we will make the people wait until the end of the weekend because Monday night football has been glorious for us, if you remember a couple weeks ago. So we're going to take it right back there. Monday night football, love this. We have a misprint on the line. Take (laughs) advantage of this mistake by the bookmakers. The Seattle Seahawks at home with the 12th men and everything. No offense to Texas A&M, but the NFL 12th men. The Seahawks are getting five at home against those New Orleans Saints. Saints are coming off of a bye week, and uh, the Saints have not been overly impressive at all uh, during the course of the season. Let's throw away, I don't want to say throw away, but let's just get ourselves removed from that opening day victory against the Green Bay Packers, uh, which they had on a neutral field. But since then, the Saints really have not been that strong. Who have they beaten, my friend? Who have they played? They have not played a team with a winning record. Panthers, Patriots, Giants, Washington football team. They have a week off, and now they're going to get the Seattle Seahawks, who are in a little bit of an angry mood. The Seahawks have lost their first two home games. The Seahawks are not going to lose three in a row at home. It is not going to happen under the bright lights at Monday Night Football in Seattle at home. Petey Carroll will have them ready to go, and this is more of a play against the Saints with one of the worst offenses I have seen this uh, year. And a lot of that has to do with your boy Crab Legs, Jameis Winston. <laughs> that's right. Uh, next that's pa- to that's last. past chance. That's past chance, my boy Jameis Winston. Previous Buccaneers, previous Super Bowl. But yeah, but, they, they uh, yeah. are awful trying to throw the ball. How concerned are you, though, about the Seahawks with uh, Geno Smith at the helm? You don't seem to be concerned that much on the play Monday night real quick. I'm not. If you remember a couple weeks ago, having the Seahawks, uh, when Geno Smith had to come in relief for Russell Wilson, uh, Geno actually played well on just a drop of a dime with no prep, uh, not getting any snaps at all. And then, uh, you know, since then, he, he started last week and actually played pretty well. So I really don't have, uh, you know, a problem with Geno Smith. And that seems strange because I've never been a Geno Smith guy. But then again, this just goes to show you being with the the right franchise or the wrong franchise and the case you know before when he was with the Jets and other places just hasn't worked out for him but being in Seattle he's got himself acclimated uh he's hooked up with DK Metcalf very nicely and also Lockett as well so no I think this you know I'm okay with Geno Smith as being uh, a good stopgap until Russell Wilson gets healed but uh yeah Geno Smith with time to work especially against the Saints D and again this is more of a play against the Saints offense next to last in passing yardage total yardage I think uh, I'll take Seattle with the points at home wouldn't surprise me at all should be outright winner you've been great calling those as well and again for New Orleans they haven't really encountered the bonkers loud environment yet on the road let's see how Jameis responds in that on Monday night got to wait all the way to Monday night where the doctor, T.C. Martin, is going Seattle Seahawks. Plug away for everything with your show, your social media on the No Huddle Underdog Picks. Go. 
All right, tcmartinshow.com. You can listen anytime, anywhere. It's live 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific time, Monday through Friday. Of course, Friday, we're live at the Cosmopolitan in Las Vegas. Our best bet segment, been on fire with that. All of our best bets are up on the website there at tcmartinshow.com, along with uh, our great interviews and everything else. Our featured interview up on the website this week had Andre Risen on a couple days ago. Andre Risen, part of the 2022 Pro Football Hall of Fame class, has a new book out where it's a tell-all about himself. Uh, Great stuff. He goes back to the TLC, Lisa Lopez days, uh, all that, uh, as well as Michigan State. She huffed and puffed and and burned his house down. Read all about it. I love it. Yes, yes, yes. Let's gather all of his tennis shoes. Gather all the tennis shoes, put them in the bathtub, and set fire to them. Andre says, wait, baby, what are you doing to me? Yeah, so he talks about that. I'll tell you, I've known Andre for quite some time. His days in Green Bay, uh, you know, beating in the Super Bowl uh, with the Packers, going back to 97, part of that great team. But uh, this is a guy that's really changed his life around. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I think people should, should check out the interview, check out the book as well, too. That's on the website, tcmartinshow.com. Follow me on Twitter at tcmartin21. Facebook out there as well, too. Same name, Instagram, TCBart21. It's all there, and you can hear TJ Reeves occasionally or more regularly on the TC Martin Show as well. I love all of that. I love you coming on as much as you want to come on. The red carpet is out for the No Huddle Underdog Picks. The man has got a dinner reservation. He's got to go. TC, great stuff as he takes the Seahawks Monday night. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Continue along with the No Huddle Underdogs. My Tampa brother from another mother is Vince Ferrara. The Sports Animal is the radio station, 99.1 FM, sportsanimal.com. Love Vince's insight on everything SEC, on everything Tennessee, and he even has much love for Champa Bay, obviously, whether it's Buccaneers, Lightning Rays, whatever it is. How you been, my friend? Good to have you back for a No Huddle Underdog pick coming up. Always great to be with you in any platform, TJ Reeves. And yeah, it's been wild. As you know, never a dull moment covering the University uh, of Tennessee. Okay, <laughs> I, I have watched a lot of uh, crazy things in sports. That was crazy at the end of that game the other night. You were in Neyland Stadium, 100,000 strong, where they could not finish the game for a while because of debris being thrown on the field. Uh, what in the name of the World Wrestling Federation was that? And I know a big fine being levied by the SEC. Venture take on all that. Yeah, I was for the back part of that 20-minute delay. I was down on the field and are on the sideline waiting to get that started. It was on the opposite end of where a lot of things were being thrown. But honestly, it was, it was scary. It was ridiculous. It was bar- embarrassing. All these kind of things that everybody has talked about used to describe it's all those things uh, unfortunate goes with it as well because there are so many things about that atmosphere prior to that that were unreal and players still talking about the light show and checker kneeling and everything like that i mean how loud it was on the tv broadcast just could not get out it was in there it really is a special atmosphere when things are going well just you, you had a percentage of the fans don't buy anyone that says a few because it wasn't a few and there's so much trash and stuff littered I, i'll tell you a couple of experiences one of our morning co-hosts was hit in the head with a recycling bin that somebody wow. threw um now he's okay he just had some liquids on him and stuff i was standing next to a photographer just before play restarted and he had blood on the bridge of his nose and he said he got hit by a bottle when, after the game was over, after Joel Milton ran out of bounds right in front of me, <laughs> by the way, right. inexplicably, instead of throwing it in the end zone, uh, an Ole Miss player, I was on the Ole Miss sideline, Ole Miss player said, heads up, 
people throwing stuff. So I didn't get hit with anything, but it was just really unfortunate. And Tennessee needed to get punished. If you're going to, you know, levy punish punishments for running onto the field, you knew they were going to get hit hard and you hope this doesn't happen again because it's unfortunate. It's such a great fan base, great atmosphere and to have it tarnished fair, unfair. I, I get all that. Um, it's, it's just tough. And in Tennessee still had a chance to win and they almost did, which is another sure. crazy aspect of that game. And such a good game just didn't get talked about enough because of what happened. The man Vince Ferrara at Vince sports on social media, sports animal in Knoxville hanging here. And I'll add a couple of more things. I have no love or allegiance for the Big Orange. I'm a Memphis guy. Uh, it, it tarnished what was a great performance. The Lane Kiffin stuff, he hasn't been the coach there for over a decade. Get over it, get beyond it. Uh, I mean, some of that's just idiotic uh, with that. Uh, with that being said, I want you to go for an underdog here. You've already alerted me it's not going to be Tennessee and the boatload of 27 points in Tuscaloosa. We should make mention on the no huddle picks that Alabama has covered three of the last four years against Tennessee and all of those cases at least as a 21-point underdog. The only time they did not cover two years ago in Tuscaloosa, they were a 30-something point underdog and didn't get to the number, didn't get to the cover. So just because that number is so huge, Vince, that doesn't mean Alabama can't cover it against Tennessee, right? Yeah, it's it's a dicey thing. I see it both ways. When that number first came out, and might have I one website had it as high as 29, depending on what book you're looking at. That looked like a too big of a number to me, mm -hmm. um, especially because this team, this Tennessee team has a pulse on offense. So they, they, it's not like last year's team where there's, they can't keep up and score with Alabama. This team does Hendon hooker or not. So yep. then you start thinking about all the guys that are banged up, including Hendon hooker left at the end of that Ole Miss game. If they don't have him, there's a big drop off there, but they're still, effective not as effective with milton or or anyone else they may go to harrison bailey perhaps but there's a lot of guys that i think there's a good chance will will sit out this game with the bye week coming after that and then a big eastern division tilt in lexington at kentucky in two weeks so even though the coaching staff hasn't declared they're going to do that that would be my anticipation so now you're bringing you're bringing the points back towards alabama's way they don't always cover in, in these situations, kind of call off the dogs, run out the clock, that type of thing. But it's an initial pull to Tennessee, and then with guys missing, might pull you back towards Alabama. But then you you still have to think about this team at least having an offense in 2020 that, that might give you a chance to go back Tennessee's way a little bit as well. So very, very tough call. And Alabama last week had no problem pulling away and covering a big number at Mississippi State for whatever that's worth. Now they're back at home, rivalry game with Tennessee. With that being said, Vince Ferrara, no huddle underdog pick will come from you in college. Where are you going and why? I'm going to go with Oklahoma State, the undefeated Cowboys, 6-0 and on the road at Iowa State. A lot of preseason expectations, as you know, TJ. With the, with the Iowa State Cyclones, really good running back, Brock Purdy at quarterback. Well, Iowa State's lost a couple of games. You know who they lost to? They lost to the two best teams that they played on their schedule. And Oklahoma State has played some really good teams. They beat Texas, beat Baylor, who was undefeated at the time, uh, one at Boise State. Now, they haven't been overly pretty in doing it, but they've got a better-than-people-think defense 
and they've won their games against higher-level competition, not phased by them going on the road. They've, they've won two of those games on the road already against quality competition. I think Oklahoma State, a seven-point dog at Iowa State. I think Oklahoma State stays undefeated and beats Iowa State. I will take those seven points easy for the Cowboys. Great job by them coming back on Texas last week after being down 17-3 with Texas driving for more points. They got the pick six to reverse all of that and then won the game for Mike Gundy's team and the Gundy dances in the uh, post-game aftermath on social <laughs> media are classic. So he's making like Vince Ferrara with some of those moves. Uh, hey, Tampa, Tampa dance floors have seen those kind of moves, but it's just been a few years ago. Oh, it, ha- it has. All right, my friend, plug away on how they see you, how they find you on everything in Knoxville, everything ball-related, your social media, all of it, Vince. Yeah, appreciate it. At Vince Sports on Twitter, our website, 991thesportsanimal.com. All of the interviews and avails with Tennessee coaches and players, all that is on the website. There's a show page, there's audio tab, my blogs, the blog section, the blogs for me. And our Jimmy Himes afternoon co-host. I'm on the Ball Network. I do pregame interviews with Tennessee football players and basketball players. That's starting. I watched several Tennessee practices. Have a lot of observations on the Tennessee basketball team. So there's tons of content. You can stream us on the website as well. Uh, I have a YouTube channel as well. Vince Sports. You can find me there. And just a a ton of content out there. Um, MMA is kind of on pause right now. But... You know, I do high school football play-by-play. You can hear all those games commercial-free on the high school football page on our website as well. So just an awful lot going on. He is a busy man. 99.1 The Sports Animal is the website. That's also the same frequency for the over-the-air radio station. Vince Sports on social media to find him. Anything Tennessee balls, including ball baseball, being in the College World Series last year. Love that yep. uh, as well. Vince is all over it. My friend, good luck with the Pokes with Oak State. Uh, as your underdog for this weekend, and we'll see if the balls keep it close with Alabama. Vince Ferrara, thank you, my friend. You're the man, TJ. Thank you. Ah, the no huddle does continue. When you win, you get invited back. Not that your personality doesn't matter, or the fact that you return my call or my text message. Those are big, too. But when you're winning on Three Dog Thursday, we got to have you back on the no huddle picks. Bill Rowland, Yards and Stripes podcast. Seven days ago, when we released this podcast on Thursday, said, Air Force Falcons at Boise, perfect spot to contend if not win outright. Boom, boom with the Service Academy converting. So, of course, we've got Bill Rowland back from Yards and Stripes. He and Price Atkinson do a great job. Nice call, brother. Good to have you back. Good to be back, and I hope people cashed in on that or I wasn't doing my job. <laughs> if I'm not we making your money, I'm not doing my job. We try. We try. And you even said taste of the money line on that. He knew when he talked about the defense of Air Force, which was good. Let down spot for Boise State. So we're salivating on where Bill Rowland is going here. Now, I will disclaim you've already told me that it is an NFL underdog. So let me already say that you guys have been talking on yards and stripes that all three service academies are playing this week, all of them at home, if I have this right, all of them against an unbeaten top 25 team. You've got a bunch of stuff that you're talking about on yards and stripes, uh, including Air Force San Diego State, help me if I'm wrong, uh, Army going against Wake Forest, and Navy against Cincinnati, who's in the two-hole right now uh, for the college football playoff. These are some serious games, Bill, for the academies real quick. 
Oh, oh, no doubt. But, uh, I mean, Navy's a 27 and a half, 28 point underdog. Can't touch that game at all. That's if you're going to touch that game, it ain't, it ain't an underdog one. Take Cincinnati. He didn't sing it like MC hammered. Can't touch this. He's not touching that. And you're yeah. not, and no, you're no, not no. touching army either, even though they, they, they only have what a three point or two and a half point spread with wake forest. We don't know how good is wake forest. We really don't know. And it's at army. And then you said to me about air force because it's an underdog podcast. I would take the Falcons this week, but they're favored. So I don't understand how that works. They're not top 25. San Diego State is, but the, the Falcons are given, I think, three and a half, four points in that one, depending on what, what line you get. Wow. All right. So we're staying away from those. Instead, you'll go NFL. And what do you like and why for an NFL underdog, Bill Rowland? I know a lot of people are probably going to roll their eyes at this one, but I'm going to go with Carson Wentz and the Colts going to San Francisco and winning outright on Sunday night football. I just think the Colts have been playing so much. Wentz has got back on track. Remember, this is a team that had the, the Baltimore Ravens dead to rights beat a couple weeks ago and blew that game. But I love the way Jonathan Taylor is running the football. I like the way Carson Wentz is. He's healthy now. The ankles are good. I think the Colts are much better than their 2-4 and four record. They will go to San Francisco and win this week. Wow, calling the outright shot there, getting the points in Santa Clara on Sunday night uh, football. And, you know, we saw San Francisco give up the Sunday night game to Green Bay in the final minute. Never over until it's over, obviously, in the NFL. Uh, so they've already had one heartbreaker on Sunday night football back a few weeks ago. We'll see what happens um, in this one. Uh, fascinating as we're coming to the end here with the no huddle underdogs uh, bill go ahead and plug away on uh, again all the service academy football talk that you and price atkinson do a great job on plug away for that your own social media go ahead yeah yards and stripes and you can find that on twitter at yards and stripes the links are all there you can download and listen we cover service academy football every week and Quite frankly, I know Navy's down this year, but Army and Air Force are having fantastic seasons. If Air Force wins this week against San Diego State, I think there's a good shot that team goes at, at minimum 10-2, and two, maybe 11-1 and one in the regular season because their schedule's pretty light the rest and, of the way. And life. they're hanging in for the Mountain West Conference Championship yes. game. Hello, if they keep winning. Yeah. Yes, exactly. That's correct. And, and Army, really, after this week, if they pull the, the, the win off against Wake Forest, their toughest game the rest of the year is probably Air Force. So they're going to be in line for a pretty decent bowl shot as well. So uh, having a good time covering all that, you can find us there again at Yards and Stripes. And for me, at Bill Rowland, spelled correctly, R-O-H-L-A-N-D. Again, if I make you money, I want to hear from you. If not, it's your own fault. You shouldn't listen to some dumb guy on the radio. And the advice is worth every penny you're paying for it on Three Dog Thursday. Just remember that if it all blows up. But, hey, again, the man called his shot last week with Air Force. He's now got Indianapolis. Uh, Bill, great job. Uh, and, again, find him at Bill Rowland. Find it at Yards and Stripes Service Academy Football. I owe the audience one more underdog because earlier in the show, I took LSU uh, to potentially outright win against Ole Miss. So I took that as one college dog. I like the Tennessee Titans as the NFL dog with the Chiefs to maybe win outright. So I'm going to go one more. And maybe this is recency bias for the audience or for Bill. Uh, I just had the Miami Hurricanes in their game with North Carolina. Wild, crazy game. Miami lost again. Manny Diaz is in trouble. But they showed something. They showed heart. They kept playing hard. They're back home. They're playing NC State. I'm taking a flyer on the Canes to get back on the winning track. 
I like the quarterback, Van Dyke. He's played better in the second half of each of the last two games. The guy that's replaced Derek King. Jalen Knight in the running back is, is, again, a fantastic running back. Miami's defense is a little shaky. Maybe, again, it's recency bias for me because I just saw them. But I will take the points and the Canes Saturday night in Miami against NC State, a team that, again, has already beaten Clemson. I know they beat Boston College at Boston College last week. I know, but I'm taking the flyer on Miami for my third and final underdog so there we go on all of those my thanks again to the guest kevin rogers of vegas insider with his underdog picks early on george offman in chicago the chicago sports radio reporting maven and tell me a story i don't know is his podcast and again tc martin vince ferrara bill Rowland, all rapid fire with the no huddle underdog picks good luck to my guys and all their underdogs good luck to everybody playing those doggies this week my thanks again to the Sports Gambling Podcast, Sports Gambling Podcast Network, uh, sportsgamblingpodcast.com for helping promote us. For now, subscribe wherever you find podcasts to Three Dog Thursday. For now, we're done. Wolf, wolf. Enjoy the games. Enjoy the underdogs. We're back next week for the final Three Dog Thursday of October. That is next week. Enjoy the games this weekend on Three Dog Thursday. Bye.